0: Hello and welcome to episode 362. I hope that you're doing very well today and if you are struggling with OCD or anxiety, as you may know, you can get a free session with me to get that. You can head over to my website robertjamescoaching.com. There you can book in for that free session or if you prefer, you can send me a message and just let me know about what you're struggling with. In today's podcast, we're going to be looking at breaking the cycle of OCD and in particular three approaches that can really help us to kind of defeat those horrible delusions that OCD likes to kind of provide for us. If you do struggle with OCD, then you know that when we are really in the throes of it, it's almost like... OCD is a kind of sitcom character that keeps walking uninvited into our living rooms and it's kind of there. It's eating snacks, it's getting them all over the floor, it's being it's being horrible, it's making inappropriate jokes. It's just being very annoying and so of course we want to find a way to get rid of this horrible character, this ridiculous person that is OCD now, of course, it may not be a person, but I do think it's helpful when we personify OCD and kind of give it this this kind of character, you know, because it's it's this thing that too often we kind of believe that it's us that the OCD is this part of our personality that it's that it's, you know, this horrible part of our personality that keeps wanting us to feel down and bad. When actually, you know, it's more like this this kind of unwanted sitcom character that's, you know, he's come into your life uninvited, he's there, he's causing all sorts of problems, but actually he doesn't need to be there. And, you know, when we focus on some of the strategies that we're going to be talking about today, it can really help us to just kind of lead him to the door, you know, show him the exit and lock that door once he's gone. Anyway, guys, if you do find the podcast helpful, it'd be great if you could follow and like. I would really appreciate that. Also, the podcast is now on YouTube. So if you'd like to head over there and follow and like on YouTube as well, that would be fantastic. And yeah, many thanks. If you have any questions at all, do please let me know. Off we go. I wanted to start today with a quote by Dr. Jeffrey Schwartz from his fantastic book about OCD, Brain Lock. I recommend checking it out if you've not read it before. Uh, And here is the the quote. The OCD cycle starts with an obsessive thought, followed by anxiety, leading to compulsive behaviours aimed at reducing that anxiety. And finally, a temporary relief from the anxiety, only for the cycle to repeat itself. And unfortunately this is something that happens time and time again if you struggle with OCD you know the the OCD cycle is something that you will be spending a lot of time in and it's it's a really difficult place to be when we are feeling a lot of anxiety the urge to perform a compulsion is is so uh is so strong it's so intense that it can be so difficult to kind of turn away and do something else. It it kind of feels like, you know, we have to perform that compulsion before we're able to move on and kind of get on with our day or, you know, before we're able to, to kind of feel good again. And this is obviously uh, not true. But when we are in that cycle, when we are, you know, really struggling with the OCD it kind of convinces us that it is it wants to take away the idea that we have a choice you know as i talk about a lot on this podcast recognizing that you do actually have a choice is a huge part of learning you know to to overcome it you know and this this is really the kind of first thing that i wanted to to talk about today is 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 choice when we recognise that actually we, we have this choice, that, you know, we are not captives to the OCD, that, you know, we don't just have to do what it's, what it's telling us to do. And that even when we, we make a kind of an unhelpful choice or a wrong choice, um, whatever that is, I think I, I like to kind of say unhelpful because you know if the choice is actually going to take you away from what you care about in your life it's going to bring you out of the present it's going to make you you know perform more compulsions in the future then obviously that choice is is not helping you it's not helping you to be the person that you want to be so it's unhelpful And, you know, when we are making those kinds of choices, unfortunately, we are just perpetuating this this cycle of, of OCD that Jeffrey Schwartz really kind of describes really well here. And so, you know, it's so important that we recognize this. And I feel when I was really struggling, one of the things that I struggled with the most is this sense that I was kind of trapped and that's a horrible feeling to experience. And I I have this intuition that uh, that a lot of people with OCD are actually experiencing something very similar. You know, it's a feeling of being trapped because when you uh, feel that you, you have to or you're telling yourself that you have to perform this compulsion, of course, that's a feeling of of, of being trapped in this OCD trap or the anxiety trap or whatever you want to call it. Fortunately for us, you know, it's not a trap. We have the ability to kind of, you know, escape from this situation. And one of the ways in which we can do that or the first step of kind of of doing that is recognizing that you do actually have this choice and starting to make more helpful choices, starting to do things that are going to lead you. Uh, towards your values rather than away from them and obviously in the moment that can be really difficult and this is a new habit that you've got to kind of strive for you know nothing really comes that easy with ocd unfortunately you know we have to learn how to lean into the discomfort you know and make a choice that maybe in the short term it's going to be really difficult it, m- it might mean when we make that positive choice That we're going to feel more anxiety in the short term but in the long term when we make that positive choice uh, for example when we think of the OCD cycle 12 o'clock obsession three o'clock anxiety six o'clock we perform a compulsion nine o'clock we feel slightly better for a short time and then then we just go back to the start of the cycle if we can make a choice of you know when we are at three o'clock When we're feeling the anxiety, as we know, we can't stop the uh, triggers. So, you know, if you get intrusive thoughts, you can't stop those. You know, they they, they do tend to dampen down when we don't pay so much attention to them. But we can't control them. So there's no point in worrying about that. But what we can do is at three o'clock when we're feeling that anxiety, we can make a kind of choice to actually stay And allow ourselves to to actually feel that anxiety. And that leads into kind of point number two. And that is that we have to actually allow ourselves to really start feeling our emotions more. And, you know, not just the positive ones. Actually, you know, we've really got to find a way to start tuning into the difficult emotions. No matter how hard that might be at times. And of course, it can be very, very hard. You know, we've got to find a way to start paying attention to imperfection. There's a a book by Breen Brown, The, The Gifts of Imperfection, where actually she talks about, you know, the significance and importance of embracing our emotions. She says this, We cannot selectively numb emotions. When we numb the painful emotions, we also numb the positive ones and yeah again this this points to points to something incredibly important you know if we if we just want to kind of control everything which again this is a a big part of ocd if we just try to control our emotions and we determine that we just want to feel a certain way all the time, and when we feel like that, then actually, you know, everything's going to be okay. We're going to be happy, and when we don't feel like that, well, you know, that's a problem, and we have to start kind of ruminating and compulsing in order to kind of change that situation and to feel that particular way that we want to feel. This is inevitably going to to lead us into that kind of OCD trap, that OCD cycle, you know, because. We can't determine, you know, to feel exactly how we want to feel all the time. We have to go along with the inevitable ups and downs of our, of our emotions that we're going to experience. You know, when we demand to feel a certain way all the time, really, we're kind of going against our own biology. We're going against the world and how it is. You know, we have to be a little bit more flexible, with things and you know a big part of mental health is actually having that mental flexibility to be able to kind of tolerate and and accept these changes and emotions that that we experience over time you know our emotions can begin to even out as we're you know we're not getting so caught up in our thoughts all the time Uh, we're not pushing away things we're not resisting things you know but it's so important that we get into this habit Of actually feeling what we're feeling. For a long time when I was struggling I just wanted to kind of feel happy all the time. I was kind of telling myself if I can just find a way to always be happy you know then that would be the problem solved you know. And this is before I even knew I had OCD and obviously I was ruminating all the time. I was performing compulsions. I didn't even know I was doing it one of those was that, that I was demanding that I feel a certain way all the time. And it was causing me a lot of pain because, of course, uh, it doesn't quite work. We just end up kind of going round in circles with it. It was almost like my kind of brain security system was on hyperdrive, you know, sending out these alerts for any potential threat that, that could come in and kind of overwhelm the situation. You know, and that that alarm would just be shouting out. Deploy the compulsions, Send them out there. Get those compulsions out there. Resolve the situation. Do not allow any of those sneaky emotions to to find their way through. You know, and as long as you do this, unfortunately, you know you're creating a resistance. You're creating your your uh, you're your creating a kind of emotional storm because the more that you push these things away the more energy you're giving to them and the bigger they actually become in in order for us to kind of you know really start feeling a bit better in, in this situation you know of course we have to find a way to start accepting those emotions and that's why i think it's so important each day if you can to actually try to to find some time even if it's only 5 minutes or even 2 minutes to just actually check in with yourself, to to sit down somewhere, ideally at home if you can, and just, just feel what you're feeling. Often people tend to feel anxiety in the stomach or the chest, you know, so it can be a really good idea to just sit down, close your eyes if you're somewhere safe to do that, and just pay attention to the stomach. Pay attention to the chest, or if you feel it in the head, or if you feel it in the left toe, wherever you feel it. Just sit down and try to pay attention. Try to notice what you're feeling. Imagine that you're zooming in on that feeling, almost like a kind of Google map where you're pressing that zoom button and you're getting a little bit closer to it. And as you get closer, see if you can pay attention a bit more. Are there new things that you've not noticed about it before? Some people find it helpful to imagine that they're breathing in a white light Of compassion and kindness and awareness and you know by breathing this white light down into the places in the body where you're experiencing the anxiety then that can really help you to kind of bring a bit more acceptance to it and remember a lot of what I'm talking about here is actually curiosity when we're able to bring a bit more curiosity to our emotions you know this is really kind of the beginnings of acceptance and so each day when you're actually interested in what you're feeling rather than constantly allowing that alarm system to deploy those compulsions, you know, to, to instantly try to make yourself feel better. Well, actually, you know, you do start to feel better because you're allowing yourself to feel again. And I really can't overstate how important uh, that that is the third point that i want to to make today is actually about the paradox of of ocd and and that is really in order for us to to truly start overcoming ocd you know first of all we kind of have to embrace the fact that we do struggle with it now you know this acceptance is is a paradox it it really does involve us letting go of this kind of relentless pursuit of wanting to feel better you know, in order for us to actually bring that true acceptance and to really kind of surrender to the fact that, that, we, that we do struggle with it, because when we can do that, actually, it gives us this sense of liberation when we're no longer looking You know, to always kind of get over OCD, we actually bring more acceptance to it. And then lo and behold, the irony is that we do actually begin to get over OCD. We do begin to feel better. You can kind of imagine it this way, if you like. You know, imagine a tightly clenched fist with each finger representing the different compulsions and obsessions and rituals that might consume your kind of everyday life. Now, the instinct that we that we have with OCD is to kind of clench tighter, to gain more control. But really, the secret to, to overcoming it involves, you know, kind of letting go a little bit, actually unfurling that grip and you know it's in acknowledging the presence of the fist the tension and the discomfort and then choosing to kind of open that hand slowly to to the possibilities of acceptance you know that actually we really begin to carve out a path to, to, to having more peace from OCD and actually beginning to kind of leave it behind and it's 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 so important that we learn how to do this. And I know it. it's an incredibly difficult thing to do. It's very easy to say, hey, this is what you need to do. You need to kind of accept this paradox of OCD. But it can be so frustrating because, of course, you know, there's a part of you that's going to be thinking, well, but I just want to get rid of it. I just want it gone because then I can be happy. And so why do I have to kind of, you know, truly try to accept that I do struggle with it? Of course, you know it, it is difficult to to do that. But really, when you start to practice that and you start to experience it yourself, you know uh, it does begin to change your perspective on things, and you tend to have a bit more willingness to sit with the discomfort, you know, and you tend to have a bit more courage to to meet, you know, some of the some of the exposure activities head on. You know, it's about recognising that the the kind of constant battle against OCD, the endless cycle of resisting and fighting against our thoughts and behaviours, you know, actually that only fuels the fire. The real battleground is within, you know, where the fight actually turns into this kind of open embrace. And this is why I speak so much about the importance of self-compassion, because when we're kinder to ourselves... When we just are able to say, yeah, you know what, I do struggle with OCD. And you know what, sometimes the anxiety gets really bad. So be it. That's okay. It's not, it's not the worst thing. I know it's awful, it's terrible, but, you know, I do struggle with it and I'm not going to beat myself up for that anymore. I'm going to do what I can despite the fact that I struggle and I'm going to get on anyway. You know, and when we bring that kind of, you know, that kind of mindset, things begin to improve. And this doesn't mean though that you're resignated to OCD or you're defeated by it. It's quite the opposite. It's actually a kind of powerful act of self compassion, as I was just talking about there, and and really understanding. It's really about acknowledging that while OCD may be part of one's life, it doesn't have to define your life you know really what should be defining our lives is you know our 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 values as i talk about a lot as well this is why acceptance acceptance commitment therapy is so helpful i think for for ocd when we lift up our heads and we focus on our values you know that really does help with what I'm talking about here of kind of accepting that paradox because we choose to focus on our values instead of avoidance of our fears. We choose to kind of get back in, into our lives today and start taking action towards our goals despite the fact that maybe we're not feeling the way in which we want to feel right now. And when we start doing that on a regular basis, well, often those good feelings, they begin to show up more and more in your life and suddenly you realize that it's been a whole day and you've barely been paying attention at all to the to the obsessive thoughts and gradually over time things really do begin to improve so there we go guys those are three things that i think are really important when it comes to to kind of getting over ocd they've been really helpful for me And and are on an ongoing basis so please let me know what you think I I would love to hear about your thoughts and your opinions about this If, if you have any questions at all about anything I've spoken about today do please let me know and also if you would like to head over to YouTube and follow and like the podcast there that would be fantastic as well so many thanks guys and I will see you next time Just a quick reminder, if you would like to book yourself a free session, then you can. All you need to do is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can use my Calendly calendar to to book yourself that free session. You just need to to find a time and date that works for you and, and book the session there. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer.